Praise the Lord and good day to you, whatever day it is, wherever you are. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here in my office at Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. On this 15th day of July 2021, we will be discussing Hebrews chapter 6 today. We just got started last session. Monday morning was the first session in Hebrews chapter 6. So uh, grab your Bibles, your pencil, your paper, get ready. Let's study the Word of God together today as we do every Monday and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. Before we dig in this morning, if you are a lover of the truth of God's Word, if you're looking for that which is real, if you want to confirm, make sure that you're not just believing something wrong, that you are uh, believing the truth of God's Word, that you are seeing God's Word in its right context. And that's a necessity because if we don't know what God's Word says or we, or we have twisted what God's Word said, even done with an, uh, a heart that doesn't think we have, it, it makes no difference. Failure, destruction is still the end result. And I want to offer you to you today... Uh, you can find this little 62-page booklet that I wrote some four years ago, All God's Works Are Done in Truth. It's derived from Psalms 33 and 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all His works are done in truth. And you can get this on the website. I believe it's only $15. Just go to the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Click on the store, and it's one of the few things that we have listed there that will bless you tremendously. That is, if you are a lover of the truth. And you have to be, you have to have a love of the truth for the truth uh, or the Bible says, uh, if we don't, it's because we have a love for something in this world that's keeping us from distracting us from the love of the truth. So all God's works are done in truth. I wrote it some four or five years ago. Maybe it's been that long. Go to the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, and get your copy. And uh, we just praise the Lord for the opportunity to be here today to be digging in the wonderful words of life. I mean, nothing like a study of God's Word. There's nothing on the earth that we should be filling our hearts with more than the Word of God. Because whatever has the abundant place in our heart, that's what our words are going to be declaring. Jesus taught that, the one we call our Savior, Teacher, our Lord, our King, and so many other things. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And our mouths are to be speaking the Word of God, sharing this hope of this great promise of salvation that we have. And if, that's why we need to fill our hearts with the Word of God's Life, hallelujah, the, and the, the wonderful truths of His Word. And this morning, we, we just recently, as I said, last broadcast, jumped over into Hebrews chapter 6. So let us read verse 1 this morning before we um, go on and say anything about it. Hebrews 6 and 1 says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permit... 
And again, last broadcast, we said, what in the world does that mean? If God permits, if, if he's telling us to go on unto perfection, he must surely going to, per, uh, he's going to permit it, right? Well, he only permits it if we've got these things listed here, right? For the most part, uh, the, the pure milk that Peter wrote about uh, that we're to grow by as babes, if, if, if the milk is tainted, if these things are doctrinally wrong that are listed here, there is never a possibility of going on unto the meat. And, and what makes these things listed here, and we're going to at least talk and discuss them for a, a moment this morning, all these things listed here, what, what makes them pure milk, sincere milk that Peter wrote about is that they all pertain to Christ. The old covenant being seen in the light of who Christ is and what Christ came to do at Calvary. Uh, and, and let me say this today, that is the milk, being able to find Christ in the Bible, to see how the stories of old are all culminated, they all point to and find their place of fulfillment in the Son of God and what He did as the Lamb of God on the cross. That is the milk of God's Word to be able to get that right. These doctrine, these doctrines, the teachings of Christ, uh, the, these, these principles, which means the elementary teachings, the, the first teachings, the, 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 the things of priority that, that make the milk pure. And listen very carefully, that other word for uh, principles is chief. The chief things, the, 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 the first things, these things have to be first. If we get these things wrong, the milk's tainted. And if the milk's tainted, we can't grow and reach the place of going on into perfection. And at this point, I need to say this. There's only one way of going on into perfection. You don't get to choose a different way. I get to choose a different way. And Well, just as long as we all go on into perfection, it doesn't really matter how it happens. Oh, my friend, there's only one way to be saved. There's only one way to go on unto perfection. There's only one way to live for God. There's only one way. Now, there are many avenues of fruit being bare in our lives of living for God, but there's only one way. His name is Jesus to live for God. And that way is the way of Christ is the way of the cross. We can't get away from it. If you get away from faith in the cross, you've gotten away from uh, Christ affecting you and profiting you, and then we have to pretend and make believe, and, and there's no possibility of going on unto perfection because we've fallen from grace. Read the book of Galatians, especially chapter 5. Most of the church has never heard they can walk in a place where Christ no longer profits them or affects them. And we all need to be asked today, how is Christ affecting us today? What effect is he having experientially in my life today? What profit of Christ am I gaining, am I experiencing today? Because see, that is what chapter 5 and 6 is about, learning to go from the, the milk of the teachings to the experience of the teachings. The, it, learning to go from how the Bible relates to Christ 
to how it relates in experience to us in Christ, the result being that we are able to discern between good and evil those who would wrongly abuse us, exploit us, manipulate us through wrong teaching. And if we never move from the milk to the meat, we will never be able to have a greater discernment than the world has uh, of between evil and good. Uh, I mean, the, the child of God, even the babe in Christ, has, has moved into a whole entire different place. But you need to understand this. Although the babe in Christ has a, a, a greater a little greater discernment than the world has between good and evil, if the babe doesn't go on to the meat, there's something missing there when it comes to discerning between good and evil. And I believe that's why, for the most part, the church today doesn't look much different than the world and has its doors open to the world. Not to come in and sit in the pew and hear the gospel, but to come in and bring their ways in. That's what you see in most of the books written today, men who've gleaned from worldly men to try to bring their uh, ways of functioning in the church, uh, what's popular and what will get the people. That's world, and God doesn't use it. God will reject it. And, 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 And that's why when you start talking about today how to live for God, people look at you and say, well, you just live for God. Like, like, it's, like there are many ways to live for God. No, there are many avenues that God can specifically have you walking that are different from them and them. And you might be called to do this and them called to do that. But there's only one way to do all of it, and that's faith in the one who claimed to be the way and the way he went, which is the way of the cross. You get away from that, my friend. You're even moving back to a place of tainted milk. But You'll never go on to the meat. So let's look at some of these things today. The things that we're told to, to uh, go on unto perfection, leaving... <coughs> Excuse me, leaving these first things, and these first things are listed. And it doesn't mean we forget about them. It doesn't mean we throw them out. It just means we we take these things with us as we go. We 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 move on with these things. We we leave them, but we don't throw them out. We we take them with us because we're being built as the church by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and and what He uses to build is a part of our being established in His righteousness. Hallelujah. So the first thing that we're to go on and to leave is uh, we're being told not to lay again the foundation of repentance. And uh, let's let's look at that. Let me get back over here. I don't know what this is doing. Here it is. not not to lay again the foundation of repentance, and I'm just going to be taken from the Expositor Study Bible and its notes because the work is already done for us. <coughs> Although the commentary goes into great detail, we'll just cover the highlights as we move through, through this. But we're you and I, the Christian, the child of God, is being told after you've learned this portion of the milk, of God's word, the teachings of Christ, uh, this how the Bible relates to, to Christ and was fulfilled in Christ, uh, that we're to move on into perfection. One of those 
things that we're told not to lay again. And it's not that we won't ever have to teach babes in Christ these things, the, the new converts class, the, uh, the, the new begin, whatever you want to call it, uh, the new beginnings class, the, those who are just saved have to learn the, the pureness of the milk of God's Word, how the Bible relates to Christ. And this is hopefully what our children are being taught initially when, when they give their lives to Christ and then even a child can begin to move in onto the meat. There's no age required for uh, the milk or the meat of God's Word. The, 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 they both take place after the born-again experience. But the first one that we're to leave and to go on to perfection is this uh, the foundation of repentance. And the, the notes here say it refers to these Jewish Christians going back to the old sacrificial system. The foundation of repentance from dead works, the new covenant teaches, is in Christ and the blood he shed. Not animal sacrifices that pointed to that. If, if we go back, there's a big move today uh, called the Hebraic Roots Movement. It's, it's really blasphemy toward God because there's no need to go back and, and to dabble in any of that which the Bible says has been put away, done away with, and has been abolished, and it, God won't use it anymore. So if we think we have to wear a prayer shawl, and there are many who are seduced by these things today. They've gone back to a place under law where grace can grace doesn't function under law. It, God sent His Son to save us by grace to redeem us from the law and all the things of the law. So He's talking about <clears throat> we've got to go on from the foundation of repentance from dead works. Repentance from dead works only takes place now under the new covenant that Jesus said was in his blood. And so we've got to learn how the old covenant related <coughs> to Christ and his coming to lay his own life down <coughs> so that we could find true repentance. Do you know there's absolutely no repentance that God offers where there is not an acknowledgement of the truth? I'm sorry God doesn't get it. Tears doesn't get it. As you read Hebrews chapter 12, you'll find out that Esau sought repentance earnestly with tears, but the Bible says he was rejected. Why, why would God reject? Here, here we're back to that. If God permit. God permits us to go on to perfection if we've learned the first things first, the milk of the Word, the pureness of God's Word, how it relates to Christ and what He did at Calvary. I believe the problem with, that's found in Romans 7 and our issue of not being able to live for God, if we think about it and look at it closer, we'd find that the, 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 the inability to live for God as Paul found it and writes about it in Romans chapter 7 can be equated to being a babe <coughs> on the milk of God's Word. Because as long as we're on the milk, Hebrews 5 says we're unskillful, inexperienced, inexperienced in the Word of righteousness. And Paul met Christ, and Paul loved the Word of God. Paul loved the law. And, 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 but when he met Christ, he had to be taught all over again the milk of God's Word as it related 
to the Son of God and what he did as the Lamb of God at Calvary. And then Paul, as he learned that and struggled even in his attempt to live for God and couldn't find the way to stop doing that that he didn't want to do and to start doing that that, that he couldn't find the power to do. And, and, and then the Lord gave him the revelation of the cross, which is where the meat comes to the table. Because anybody, if they're born again, can pick the Bible up and see how Noah building the ark related to Christ dying to, to place us all in him to avoid the wrath that is to come. Anybody that's born again should be able to see how David killing Goliath was Jesus slaying the giant, the enemy at Calvary for us and all the other hundreds and hundreds of stories under the old covenant that relate to the Son of God and what he would do as the Lamb of God for us. But the meat comes into the experience of that victory. This is why some 24 years ago the Lord began to blow the winds of truth into the church again and bring the message of the cross back into the church again some 500 years later after Martin Luther declared by the Spirit of God that a man is justified only by faith and not works, which is what the Bible teaches. And you don't have to go around and beat yourself and sleep on a hardened floor and try to bring about suffering. Your faith in Christ brings about all that you will ever need. And then some 500 years later, the Lord begins to open the eyes of another reformer, Jimmy Swaggart in Baton Rouge, and, and begins to pour into the church the truth that we're only sanctified through faith in the cross, not our works. Our works, Jesus said, are to believe upon Him because when we're believing on Him, then the works become legitimate and perfect in God's eyes because they're not ours but the Holy Spirit working in and through us. Hallelujah. So the second thing that we're to move on from is, is faith toward God. Now that we're babes in Christ, we've learned that faith Faith toward God is only faith in Jesus and it's no longer killing animals and, 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 and trying to wear this and do this on this day, but it's through exclusive faith in the Son of God that gave Himself for us and now the life we live, we live. We move and have our being in Christ and we live by the faith of the Son of God that loved us by grace, through faith, and gave himself for us at Calvary. So we, 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 we understand through the born-again experience that that is the only way that faith can really be toward God if it's found <coughs> in Christ, in his Son, and what he did at Calvary. Amen. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me this morning, <coughs> these allergies in this beautiful northeast piney woods that we have here uh, brings forth with it other things other than the beauty you see with your eyes. The doctrine of baptisms, the, the old covenant had the doctrine of washings and, 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 and because there really wasn't baptisms in the old covenant as we know uh, when John the Baptist showed up and started baptizing in water for the repentance of sins, which, by the way, was still under the old covenant until Jesus would shed his blood on the cross because Jesus said in his blood is the new covenant. Hallelujah to the Lamb. So we don't need to wonder when the new covenant began. Jesus said it was in his blood, so it began 
when he died on Calvary's cross. Until that, they were under the old covenant. Even though they were in a transition period with Jesus here on the scene, declaring who he was, uh, the resurrection before he was resurrected, and the bread that came from heaven to be broken and, and to be given before he did it, yet it all began in manifestation at the cross. We need to remember that. So the doctrine of baptisms and was the doctrine of washings under the old covenant, washing all the things that were washed and, and, and made clean uh, as they would sanctify themselves by sanctifying the things of the temple and, and the washings. And, but today the Bible says that we're to sanct we've been sanctified through our faith in the cross. Jesus became our sanctification to us, 1 Corinthians 1 and 30. And the Bible tells us to sanctify the Lord in our hearts. And the Bible also tells us that the Lord is only sanctified in righteousness. And righteousness only flows from the place of the cross through the work Christ carried out there. So for us to sanctify the Lord in our hearts, we have to maintain the faith in the very thing that allowed the Lord to become that which is set apart for us, the Lord that is set apart for us, our sanctification through what He did at Calvary. Hallelujah. See how simple that is? You move away from that in some vain uh, worldly wisdom that men have brought into the church. You, the, the result is only destruction. And, and, and if you mess up the milk, you can't never go to the meat, even if you can quote Scripture all day long. Because remember, the, the, the meat of God's Word is not all in, in that you quote and all that you know in your head and the teachings. It's the experience of the Word of Righteousness. It's the experience of the Word of Righteousness that even allows us to be on the meat, that allows us, the only avenue that allows us to have an upright heart before the Lord. It's not the, the man that owns three or four businesses and just has a well-mannered personality and, and he, seems to be so, he seems to be so upright before the Lord. Those who are upright in heart before the Lord are those who follow after judgment that's under righteousness. Write it down. It's Psalms 94.15. It's Psalms 94.15. No one else has an upright heart before the Lord except those who are following after judgment judgment that is under righteousness. And we can't have judgment that's under righteousness until we start maturing and becoming saints of God on the meat, experiencing the word of God's righteousness, being able to discern between good and evil, not just murder's evil and lying and adultery's evil, but discerning between good and evil so we will not be manipulated and... <coughs> So men won't be able to beguile us, deceive us, steal our crown, the Bible says. Let no man beguile you. Let no man deceive you. Let no one take your crown. Those things are possibilities. If we refuse, if we ignore the, the, the opportunity to go on to the meat. Let's finish this now. The doctrine of baptisms, the old covenant washings that, that we no longer are washing the pots and pans and things in sanctification, but we're sanctifying the Lord in our hearts by, by maintaining this faith we were dealt. We, we've been given the measure of the faith of the Son of God and we have to keep that faith if we want to continue 
continue to keep the Lord sanctified in our hearts. The focus is always the cross of Christ. If it's not, then we may think we're sanctifying the Lord in our hearts, but we cannot. The place of separation and sanctification is the place of the cross. That's why God tells the, the Apostle Paul, you better not be boasting in anything other than Christ and Him crucified through which I separated you from the world, sanctified you out of the world, set you apart unto myself, and the world will separate it unto you. That's Galatians 6.14. You need to know that. There is no consecration. There is no experience of sanctification. If we do not understand and know the object of faith is the cross of Christ and the proof that w- is that we know that and are experiencing that is we're, we're allowing the Holy Spirit to change a whole lot of things about our lives. Those we follow on social media, that place we're planted in a local church, those books that we're reading, those, all those things that we kept for years that we thought we were living for God through, they got to go, my friend. When you get it, they'll go. Until you get it, they won't go. And the more you get the truth of the cross, the more those things will go. I remember having all those old VHR, VCR tapes. Uh, and, and, and when I was getting rid of all the old books I used to read that, that only told you what to do to experience victory instead of pointing you to what Jesus did to experience victory and getting rid of all that and I thought when I saw all those VHS tapes of me preaching back in the 90s and, 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 and the earliest of uh, 2000, 2001, 2 and 3 and I thought well, I'm gonna, I, I might need to keep these from my grandchildren to see me preaching the Lord said no they don't need to see you preaching that. They need that you need to get rid of all that. They need to see what you're going to be preaching now. Hallelujah. We don't keep anything for keepsake if it's not right. And the more you learn and grow and are, are able to be discipled by Christ through keeping the faith that he gave you, hallelujah, that he dealt you, Romans 12, 3, Galatians 2, 20, you're going to be found getting rid of all that. The preachers who finally move into this faith of, of the cross, this where the meat is, hallelujah, they're going to get up and say, I'm sorry. I've been teaching wrong all these years because they don't care what it's going to cost them now. They don't care what it's going to cost them now. Their license, their ordination, their role as a pastor among that group of people. Because if the people don't want to hear the message of the cross from Genesis to Revelation, then you better go find you a place where your sphere of influence is of God. Oh, I need to say that again. If the people of God aren't willing to listen to the word of God from Genesis to Revelation as it relates to God's righteousness, which is what his son offered us at Calvary, then you need to go find you a place where the sphere of God's influence will be from him and not just men. Oh, that was good. That was worth it right there this morning altogether. And we need to move on from the from the 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 principles of the laying on of hands and, and, and the, what went on in the Old Testament is the priest would lay their hands on, on the old goat and the goat would go off out and, 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 and as, as it represented the priest uh, putting our sins in, in, in a substitute and that substitute would carry our sins away. That was all symbolic under the Old Testament of what the new would bring. It, it goes back unto the Levitical offerings of the Old 
Testament when the person brought the animal for sacrifice, he had to lay his hands on the head of the innocent victim, confessing his sins, thereby transferring them to the innocent animal which would be slain. That's Leviticus 16 and 21. And we're also to go on from the first things we learned on the milk of the resurrection of the dead. That we were crucified with Christ, buried with Christ. We, will, we were resurrected with Him. Hallelujah. If we were crucified with Christ, and the Bible says we were in Romans 6 and Galatians chapter 2. We were crucified with Him. That old man was crucified with Him. If we were crucified with Him, that means, well, from that point we had to be buried with Him. Romans 6 teaches that we were. And then it also means that we were resurrected with Him. And Romans 6 teaches that as well. Hallelujah. So we need to be excited about that. We need to move on from that. And we need to, we need to move on from the things that were taught under the old covenant in, in, in a certain level of ignorance there because they didn't have the light as we have it. They didn't even have the faith as we have it. Galatians 3 bears that out as the Bible says, until that faith came. So they had faith and they were declared righteous before God, but all of that was limited unto them. And also, uh, of eternal judgment. In the Old Testament, the Lord was looked at more so as a judge than anything else since the cross is looked at more as the Savior. That's in the Expositor's Study Bible notes. But eternal judgment is learned as a babe in Christ, as the, the chief things, the first things, the first principles of the oracles of, of God, the teachings of Christ, how these things now all are wrapped up in Christ and what He did at Calvary. Eternal judgment, eternal judgment, how there will, there will be the, the judgment of God is eternal. His throne, the Bible says in, he, in, in Psalms chapter 9, that His throne was established for judgment. And all of His judgment is in righteousness because His judgments are His words. And Proverbs 8 and 8 says all of His words are in righteousness. And righteousness is only portrayed, pictured, manifest, and imparted from the, and declared from the cross of Christ. There is nothing about righteousness God offers to anyone outside of their faith. Initially in the cross of Christ and for you and me as Christians now for years, daily today, faith in the cross of Christ is that which allows me to be kept by the power of God through that faith alone unto salvation. 1 Peter 1 and 5. Hallelujah. So we go on from these things that the Bible refers to as the first principles of the teachings of Christ, the doctrines of Christ, the first principles of the oracles of God, the first things that we heard as babes on the milk, how these things are wrapped up and fulfilled in Christ and what He did at Calvary. And this we will do if God permits. 
He desires it, but he won't let us go on if we don't have the milk right. God forbid we be saved from our sins, born again Christians, babes in Christ, but planted in a church that's not teaching the pure milk of the Word. What makes the milk pure is the Word in its relation to Christ and His fulfillment of these things that are the first teachings, the first principles, the the, the things we learn as babes. What makes them pure milk is how they're fulfilled in the work of Christ at Calvary, not in our works. If our works are being brought into the equation, then the milk is not pure. Oh, it's not until you wear long sleeves. It's not until you're immersed in water in the name of Jesus only and come up speaking in tongues. And men have made up so much heresy and lies, damnable doctrines of devils have come in to remove the power and the pureness of the milk of God's Word, that we are to grow thereby. But there reaches a time when the milk just won't do. And we've got to move on to the meat. And that begins when we begin to experience, experience, not words, but experience the righteousness of God's Word. That is the working of the Holy Spirit now to conform us into the image of the one who saved us as we now begin to learn God's Word in experience. Are we ever learning but not coming to the experience of the righteousness of God's words? That's a great question to end on today. I'm glad you found us online. I'm glad you're tuning in with us. Share the broadcast on any avenue that you have possible to share them. Any groups that you're in, share the broadcast. People need to hear the righteous context of God's Word being taught. It's rare today. The truth of God's Word being taught today. Uh, The pureness of the milk of God's Word being taught today. The the meat of God's Word being taught today. Not in our opinions, but as, as the Word of God defines the Word of God, continues to define the Word of God. Truth explains truth, nothing else. We must have other witnesses of the word of truth to define other words of truth in the word of God. For God is the only witness and teacher of his word. Praise God. Our YouTube channel is Curtis Hutchinson 316. The website is thecrosswaychurch.com. There you can donate on the website and I Encourage you to pray about giving to the ministry where you are learning the truth of God's words of righteousness. If you're not giving the tithes and the offerings into a ministry that is focused on the message of the cross, the work of Christ there, if that is not the focus and the the, the climax of all the ministry there and its messages and its ministries, you're wasting your money and you'll receive no reward your giving. We give to the ministry of reconciliation. We give to the preaching of the cross of Jesus Christ. All other money will be wasted. And you'll find that out one day. I just don't want you to have to wait 
until that day to do that. I want you to be benefited from your giving. You can also give to this ministry if the Lord stirs your heart by texting the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. Gotta go. God bless you. We love you. See you in the morning at 9 a.m. for our continued Bible study on Bible faith and light of the cross. Until then, stay determined to know nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then. God bless you.